Com. If you missed the Fred Holland Morning Show, you missed a lot. Lawmakers say doctored videos pose national security threat. Do we really want Congress involved in all the social media stuff? Be careful what you wish for. Do you want politicians who would never take dirt on their opponent? Do we want those people involved in managing Twitter, Facebook, YouTube? Do we really want the government involved? We as consumers can fix this. Do we have too much government already? Fred Holland, weekday mornings at 6 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Hey. This is Renya from the Schnitzer Ranch. As you guys know, we're getting challenged by the construction on Church Street, but that doesn't mean we are closed. We are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, lunch and dinner, and Sunday lunch only. Come in, join us for good food, good beer and good wine, and a great time. On Thursday, don't miss our Schnitzel special. Every Schnitzel was two sides, only $9.95. And Saturdays, a food growler, beer of your choice, only 16 bucks. That's the Schnitzel Ranch, authentic German food, 501 Church Street, right across from the visitor center. Said, are you gonna be my girl? Mamas often give the best advice. This mama has plenty of it. And you better listen if you know what's good for you. This is the Rachel Hammer Show on WTKI Talk. Good evening. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. 256-684-8000 is the number. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Facebook. You email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. Lots of places. Lots of now this parlay, too. So, um, how are you this evening, my Brian? I am doing okay. It's a Friday before a good weekend. It is Friday before. What's going to make it a good weekend? Well, the weather's you know, not too bad. I mean, there's a chance of rain, but it's not like 100% chance of rain and flooding all weekend, you know. Gotcha. You will be able to see the sun. You will be able to enjoy yourself. There you go. And if it's, you try. it's Father's Day weekend. And um, there's that, too. Wish mine was still around and passed away when I was 13 and a half. Miss him. Look forward to seeing him in heaven. Well, happy Father's Day to the uh, the fathers out there, the fathers, the papas, the, uh, the people who are raising uh, their kids. Yeah, if you've got kids. one... Take care of them this weekend, because you just never know. You just never know. All right. Uh, lots of stuff in the news. I well, Let's start with some good news. Want to start with some good news, Brian? Always. We've talked about this gentleman on the show uh, before, Rodney Smith Jr. He's the guy that started that Raising Men's Long Hair yeah, I was seeing something on that. Well, he has set out now um, to mow lawns for veterans in all 50 states. He has accomplished his goal. That is awesome. He uh, tweeted out today that he's headed home from Hawaii after cutting grass there. He got to his last uh, state with help from Delta Airlines. He says he will now continue providing free long hair to the elderly, disabled, single mothers, and veterans in Alabama. Uh, he started this back in 2015 after he saw an elderly man cutting his lawn. And that, uh, of course, morphed into this mission to cut grass for service veterans in every U.S. state. And, of course, this raising men's long hair, he's got, you know, the 50-state challenge or 50-yard challenge that we've talked about uh, on here before where he's inspiring kids. Uh, to get out and, and mow lawns and that. And just what a great asset to our community. What a fantastic asset. So congratulations uh, to Rodney Smith Jr. with Raising Men Long Care. Just phenomenal job. Every community needs more Rodney Smith Juniors. We should all aspire to be more like that. But it's hot, Brian. I can't. I don't, I'm not a I'm not a good lawnmower. Well, I never mind about asking you to mow my lawn. Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah. I, I used to like mowing the yard. I really did. Like, it was just peaceful. It was quiet. I loved mowing the grass. And then uh, several years ago, I got hot mowing my, my mother's yard, and I passed out. And I just can't take the heat anymore. So, 
without feeling really uh, sick and nauseous. Just affects me differently after that. All right. Oh, this is a weird one. There's been some, you know, we were joking the other day on Watch Up Wednesday about Florida, but there's been some strange stories coming out of Tennessee. You've seen this guy, they finally arrested him. Pretty sick fella. Let's be honest about it. Um, Alright, they found a... Anyway, the TBI raids this uh, violent kidnapping suspect's Alabama home, believes there's more victims. Uh, he's a Coleman County truck driver. But he was sought, I guess this is how Tennessee came involved in this, he was sought because uh, he was charged in a violent kidnapping in Tennessee. Anyway, the Coleman County Sheriff's Office said that Tennessee Bureau of Investigation searched the home of, of this uh Lovely, upstanding, alleged gentleman. Um, NBC affiliate Nashville said that a large amount of bloody women's underwear were found in his truck. He was arrested and charged with especially aggravated kidnapping in Montgomery County, Tennessee, back on May 22nd. Agents called it a violent interaction Uh the woman later escaped, by the way. Anyway, the victim said he picked her up when she ran out of gas, stuck a, um, struck her with a gun, handcuffed her, and said he was going to rape her and keep her for days. The woman said she managed to slip out of the handcuffs, escape from his truck, and then contact police. Um, they believe that there's additional victims out there, and they're hoping that they're going to come forward. Uh, so that, of course, begs the question, where did all these uh, women's panties come from? Like, uh, you know, obviously like a trophy he's taking away. Uh, this is a sick individual. And you think if he is a trucker, how many victims could there uh, possibly be out there? So I guess that one's not technically just Tennessee. It's Tennessee and Alabama. Uh, but that's some scary stuff. Then you got this guy. He would not live to tell the tale in my house. No, I'm not condoning murder. This is in Mount Julia, Tennessee. They arrested a guy who was secretly living in a family's attic. Have you heard about this, Brian? No. Yeah. All right. So, a mother returned home last weekend and found a stranger standing at the top of the stairs in her house. She yelled for him to get out of the house, called police. That's when he ran into her daughter's bedroom. He was hiding in the attic space in the daughter's bedroom, refusing to come out. Officers had to crawl in after him to pull him out of the of that space. He was later identified as a guy who was involved with the woman's minor daughter. Now, ladies, let's just go ahead and set some relationship boundary goals. If dude's got to live in your attic of your parents' house, probably not worth the time of day. Anyway, apparently he had been living in the attic space coming down at night when she was in her room and had her bedroom door locked. He was charged with aggravated criminal trespassing, warned not to have contact with the daughter. And about a week later, uh, he was seen coming back to the house. They found him after an extensive, extensive search of the home. Uh, he was back in his attic. Now, at what point does somebody living in your attic above your child's bedroom, do do they get squatter's rights? I mean, it, you know, in the direction uh, the American social justice warriors are going today. Just kind of curious. They tased him out of the attic and into custody. He was given additional charges of trespassing unlawfully entering the home and violating a protection order. Scary, scary stuff. All right. I got other topics I want to get to uh, when we come back. The Colorado cake shop being sued for a third time. Students being forced to pay for abortions. And Teen Vogue is telling your 16-year-old how to get an abortion against your parents' wishes. Stay right here. The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. 
Hi there, Petunia. Have you got a message for our friends out there in Flowerland? I sure do, boss. Here at the Catbird Seat Garden Center, we have perennials on sale all June at 20% off, and my butterfly friends just love it. They're looking forward to seeing sages, speedwell, sunflowers, and butterfly weeds planted all over North Alabama. Plus, my butterfly buddies think this is great, too. That sounds great, Petunia. That's the Catbird Seat Garden Center in Madison. It's our 25th anniversary sale. Come by and see us. This is where we help make your yard beautiful. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, one 800 We're asking folks about marriage. Marriage makes me think of sports. You know, teamwork, dedication. Okay, let's see what people say. Let's say your marriage is a sport. What sport would it be? Oh, what sport? Basketball. Surfing. Because we've been riding away for so long. It have to be a team sport. Ice hockey. <laughs> Baseball, it lasts a long time and not a lot happens. Ping pong. So why ping pong? Always on our toes, uh, but relaxed and fun. Maybe doubles tennis. So there's a lot of back and forth. A lot of people watching. So how many people are influenced by your marriage? Hundreds? Yeah. I think we could easily fill a football stadium with all the people that we've influenced. And you really think about the ripple effect. One influences the next and the next and the next. It's like a wave. (laughs) So it looks like a good marriage touches a lot of people. Exactly. A good marriage goes a long way. Want to improve your marriage? For ideas, go to foryourmarriage.org. A message from the Catholic Church. Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is a singularly a, as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. Celebrating capitalism and common sense 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk. This is the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000 is the number. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, Parley, The Rachel Hammer Show. Email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. All right. I don't know that that music wasn't necessarily uh, Mexican, Brian. But now that I've won a Mexican fiesta tonight, you do that music. I don't know why that music made me want a. Yeah, now that's what I'm sitting here thinking about. All right. So apparently, I did not know this, Brian. There is only one bakery in the entire state of Colorado. Wow. There's got, I mean, that's got to be the only answer. Surely it could not be um, attention-seeking sea hags who continue to go to the bakery uh, where the man refused to make a wedding cake for a gay wedding. I mean, that's the only logical explanation I can come up with in there. There must only be one bakery in the entire damn state. Of course, we know that's not true. But the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop, uh, which won its case, of course, before the U.S. Supreme Court recently, has been sued for a third time this week. I hope he the bakery says, wins and gets another $22 million from those people that the college had to, to be award them. All right, so... You know, he got sued because he refused to bake a cake that he said violates his Christian 
faith. Well, he's being sued now by Autumn Scardinia, a transgender woman, for refusing to make uh, a gender transition cake. Says it's textbook LGBT discrimination. Philip says she is rehearsing old claims that hold no merit. He describes himself as an artist who uses cakes as canvas to express ideas and celebrate events. He has insisted he doesn't want to do something that goes against his faith. He said the case against him, uh, cases against him rather, have directly affected his family and business, and he's faced with death threats and harassment. Of course, he is because that's how the left reacts to everything. The Supreme Court uh, last year ruled in favor of him when he refused to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. Uh, the High Court ruled the Colorado Civil Rights Commission showed anti-religious bias when it filed the cr- discrimination charges against him. That's when the commission uh, then filed another complaint against him after he refused to make this uh, cake celebrating gender transition. He in turn sued the state, claiming he was being singled out for religious beliefs. The commission and Phillips agreed to drop their cases in March after a discovery showed anti-religious hostility from the state towards the bakery. Uh, but this Scardinia has decided to pursue separate litigation, uh, which was filed in court. The dignity of all citizens in our state needs to be honored. Masterpiece Cake Shop said before the Supreme Court they would serve any baked good to members of the LGBT community. It was just the religious significance of it being a wedding cake. Uh, this is one of the attorneys for Scardinia. We don't believe they've been honest with the public. Now, this Scardinia is claiming that Phillips violated Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act and Consumer Protection Act for refusing to bake a birthday cake celebrating gender transition, which was to be blue on the outside, pink on the inside, uh, symbolizing the transition from male to female. Hmm. They're calling it further harassment, which is exactly what it is. Uh, oh. So this latest attack by Scardinia looks like yet another desperate attempt to harass cake artist Jack Phillips. And it stumbles over the one detail that matters most. Jack serves everyone. He just cannot express all messages through his custom cakes. All right. Here's the thing. And I've laid this out there before. If I own a bakery and you come in and you ask me to bake you a cake, I'm going to bake you a cake. That's just me. I don't think anybody should have to bake anybody a cake if they don't want to. See, I think we need to get government out of it entirely. Let the free market decide. Look, if this guy does not want to uh, make a, a cake for an LGBT individual, a transition or a wedding cake for a gay couple because it goes against his beliefs, find another bakery. Seriously. And you know what? Word of mouth will spread. And they'll say, oh, well, you know, he doesn't work with the uh, the LGBT community so uh, people are going to take their business elsewhere that's the bottom line why if you're celebrating a monumentous occasion I mean here's the first and foremost question if you're having a monumentous occasion your wedding your bat mitzvah your uh, confirmation your gender transition whatever the case may be the birth of your child Do you really want somebody that fundamentally disagrees with you baking a cake for your celebration? Of course not. This person, I guarantee you, sought out this bakery. It's an attention-seeking sea hag. And, and that's what it comes down to. I, I don't know why I would want somebody who didn't agree with me a, a part of my happy celebration, uh, regardless of what it is. Uh, now, I, I, of course, my thought process takes this a step further. Look, if you don't want to serve somebody because they're black, white, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, gay, straight, whatever the case may be, I don't think you should have to. Again, I think the free market would figure that out. I mean, honestly, if there was... a bakery in, in town that said, oh, well, we don't serve people because of the color of their skin, I'm probably going to avoid that bakery. Word of mouth will travel, and the bakery will ultimately probably shut down. All right? That, but that, 
course, we're never going to get back to uh, common sense where the free market decides. Uh, but nonetheless, quit seeking this guy out. Quit asking somebody who fundamentally disagrees with you. You know, here, here's the double standard that irritates the snot out of me. Individuals like this, and by like this, I don't mean transgender. I mean individuals like this who want to push their beliefs on everyone else are the same individuals that do not want anybody else's beliefs pushed on them. Uh, they're so busy trying to make everybody else believe what they believe and just instead of just accepting okay we don't think the same way on this we don't see eye to eye i get that you're having a hard time with the idea of making a gender transition cake for me i will take my business elsewhere but no what does this host beast do sues why because it's an attention-seeking sea hag uh, that's what it comes down to Leave the baker alone. If you don't agree with what he stands for, don't go there. Tell your friends, don't go there. Say, look, he wouldn't make me a gender transition cake. And he wouldn't make those folks over there a uh, gay wedding cake. Now, he'll serve you any time of day, but he just won't make you a, a specialty cake. You know, I'm going to tell that person, I'm going to tell him to suck wind. Suck wind, put on your big boy or girl pants, and, and get over it. I mean, seriously, if I was going to... I just mentioned, Brian, that I want uh, a Mexican fiesta tonight, right? So what if I knew that my uh, local go-to Mexican place all of a sudden hated me for whatever reason, based on my skin color, hair color, uh, religion, whatever the case may be? Guess what? There are about 562 other Mexican restaurants in the city of Decatur. I, I don't think that's hyperbolic either, by the way. Uh, so if I know that I'm going to go there, why would I want them cooking my food if I know that they hate me for some reason? I don't. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. So again, this is not like this is, I was being flippant at, at the beginning of the segment. This is not the only game in town. This is not the only baker in the entire state of Colorado. And I would venture to guess that in Colorado, there are probably a few cake makers who happen themselves to either be LGBTQ or transitioned. Perhaps you would be better served at one of those bakeries. All right, we got to take a quick break. We are halfway through the hour already. 256-684-8000. That is the number. This is the Rachel Hamer Show. Stay right here. Dennis Prager. Weekday mornings at 11 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, hey, 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 it's me, Leo Laporte, the tech guy. This week, a big week for gamers, E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, takes place in Los Angeles, and we will have all the coverage, all the games. All the consoles, all the excitement, and I'll answer your tech questions. Because that's what I do every week, right here. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Join me, won't you? I will be looking for you. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're looking for senior care for your mom or dad like I was, call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Their local advisors will explain your options and help you select senior living communities at no cost to you. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-279-7605. That's 800-279-7605. 
There's a place for answers, a place for mom. CBS News Update. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, who said Congress would never get President Trump's tax returns, now has the legal backing of the Justice Department. It says federal protection of confidentiality of returns prevents Mnuchin from complying with the subpoena from the Ways and Means Committee. CBS's Paula Reed. In the memo, they say, when faced with a congressional request for confidential taxpayer information, must the secretary close his eyes and blindly accept a pretextual justification for that request, basically what these lawyers are saying is, do we have to buy this fake reason uh, that you think fits the law? We don't think it fits the law, and we don't think we actually have to comply. CBS News legal contributor Jonathan Turley. The case laid out by the Justice Department is not very compelling, but the administration may be more interested in the delay of a challenge than the ultimate ruling of the court. CBS News Update, I'm Pam Coulter. Tradition at Stanlio's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive, just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything. The Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Graces of Gurley is a faith-based ministry focused on sharing Christ with the Gurley community through loving and serving. Gurley is beautiful and full of love, but has much poverty. Nearly 60% of the school children receive a free or reduced lunch. Graces of Gurley supports local churches, schools, and neighbors by matching those in need with groups of willing volunteers. Graces also provides things like food boxes, finance and parenting classes, backpacks and school supplies, and so much more. If you would like to help with this ministry, please visit gracesofgurley.org. And now a weather update. Winds out of the south-southeast at 9 miles an hour. Citizens of America, this is a message from feedthepig.org. Do not be alarmed. We are here to help you save yourself. According to public records, Americans spent more money than they earned in 2005. This is the first negative savings rate in the U.S. since the Great Depression. America, we must change our behavior. We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. She's smart, cute, and very hairy. Tiki, the official mascot of WTKI Talk. We are already halfway through the hour. This is the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Parlay, The Rachel Hammer Show. Or email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. All right, uh, Brian... You know, I don't find you wrong often, but uh, you do. I understand how this could happen with so many uh, ridiculous lawsuits in the works. Um, you've got your bakeries conflicted, confused, I should say. Now, the baker in Colorado, you were talking about the uh, the lawsuit that awarded the money 
uh, to a bakery. That was not that particular bakery. This is another oh. bakery. Oh. No, this I know. Bakeries are uh, big problems now. We should ban all bakeries. No, no, bakeries. no, don't, don't do that. No confections for anyone. There would be no more uh, chocolate eclairs. Jurors awarded the family owners of a bakery um, that was maligned by Oberlin College $33.2 million in punitive damages after the school accused them of racism. All right. The same jurors had previously demanded the school pay the owners $11.2 million in compensatory damages. Here's what happened. So three years ago, uh, an Oberlin college student, uh, happened to be black, tried to use a fake ID to purchase a bottle of wine. The store employee, the grandson of the owner and descendant of the original 1885 bakery founder, refused to sell alcohol and noticed two more bottles of wine under the student's shirt. When the employee told the student that he was calling the cops, this guy knocked uh, the phone out of his hand and ran from the store. He chased him down, and the two other students uh, with him, and uh, they began hitting Young Mr. Gibson. The three students were charged for their crimes and it admitted in court that racial bias did not play a role in the altercation. They were stealing from a family bakery. They were trying to use a fake ID to purchase alcohol. Now, last time I checked, I don't know, it's been a minute since I've been carded. But last time I checked, it doesn't matter what your racial identity is or racial makeup is, it has nothing to do with the age of consumption. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I've never once seen a law that said, um, oh, white people over there, yeah, 21 to drink. Black people, no, you have a different age. They're using a fake ID, first and foremost. When they didn't get to use the fake ID, they stole the wine. And the guy working there, the grand, the owner's grandson, chased them down. Now, Oberlin students and administrators, including uh, interim vice president and dean of students, Meredith Riambo, Riando, protested the bakery and called the owners racist. Why? Because you have three kids who are stealing and underage drinking. So therefore, because they happen to be black and the owner of the bakery happens to be white, it must be racist. Nothing to do with them breaking the law at all. I am so sick of that. Now, the students and administrators, again, you know, they protested the bakery. They called the owners racist. The school broke ties with the bakery, which it had purchased goods from previously. The Gibson sued. And that's the bakery owners, and were awarded 11.2 million in compensatory damages. In response, Oberlin's vice president, general counsel, and secretary for the college, Donica Thomas Varner, sent a community-wide email disparaging the jury and its decision, writing that jurors missed clear evidence that Oberlin was innocent and that the school was in fact held liable for the independent actions of their students. Wait a minute now. Did the school not uh, participate when they decided to boycott the bakery and sever ties with them and called them racist simply because three of their students were behaving poorly? Now, jurors were not allowed to see the full email, but the Gibson family attorney was able to get them to hear parts of it through legal maneuvers. While trying to avoid paying millions more in damages, Oberlin filed a motion for a mistrial because the jury didn't specifically portion out the compensatory damages to each member of the family. The school also claimed it was poor and that being forced to pay the Gibson family for defaming them would hurt students. Yet jurors didn't buy it. They awarded them an additional $33.2 million in punitive damages. 
Ohio law caps the amount of punitive damages to twice that of the compensatory damages. So Oberlin actually only has to pay $22 million, uh, more to the Gibsons. All they ever asked from the beginning for Oberlin College was to use its power and influence and might to tell the truth, and that letter never came. This is the Gibsons family attorney, Lee Plankus. Uh, but the jury sent the letter that was louder and more visible and more public. I think the Gibson family is grateful for that and grateful for the jury to have the courage to be able to uh, send a letter that no one else would send for the almost the last three years. Now, Oberlin argued this judgment hurts free speech, and it must be noted that it says that there are legal consequences for free speech that involves defaming people based on knee-jerk reaction and extreme social justice views that deem any action against a black person by a white person as racist. Again, I, I beg anybody to come on and try to argue me that this is racist. It's not. Exactly, because it's not. I don't you care had what you look three like. college kids. Look, I know a steal, lot of people. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. A lot of college kids that used fake IDs. I mean, uh, it happens. Black, white, brown—it doesn't matter. There's a lot of people in college who've tried to use a fake ID or have used a fake ID. But then they took it a step further and they stole what they wanted. That that takes it to a whole new level. I mean, look, I think had they just tried to use the fake ID and they weren't actually stealing the wine, the kid at the counter would have probably been like, eh, no, sorry, I can't sell you the alcohol. Move along, go find somebody that will. But it's the fact that then they were taking from the family business. And I don't think it color should not play a role in this at all. And for Oberlin College to try to continue to perpetuate the lie that this was done based on race, not based on the fact that these kids were stealing, I think they do have some responsibility there. And I think, I, I hope that this sends a very, very clear message uh, to other colleges and universities out there uh, that just because you don't like an outcome does not mean that you have the right to go on and defame anybody uh, and everybody at will. Because we're seeing a, a lot of that, right? Look, uh, the second uh, somebody aligns themselves or says that they support the president, what are they called? Racist. Bigoted. Homophobic. Islamophobic. Xenophobic. Uh, you could go down the list. Now imagine you have a university who is cutting ties with a business because somebody supports our president. Had this been three white kids that went in there and stole wine, let's be honest about it, we would have never heard about this because the media wouldn't have given a damn. The kids would have gotten in trouble for theft. They would have pled guilty. End of story. Move on. But hey, let's continue to diminish true racism. This is The Rachel Hammer Show. Stay right here. Give some stations an hour, and they'll give you heartburn. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. WTKI Talk. Rich texture, innovative design, and relentless attention to detail create the foundation for a great room. Start yours with Parts Gallery of Fine Rugs, carrying the largest variety of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent rugs to palace size, adding beauty and elegance to your home. Parts Gallery offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration of your current rugs with free pickup and delivery. Visit us online at parsgallery.net or stop by our showrooms. Parts Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. 
Batesville, you realize you could work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, and still not get it all done. This is Ted Goulas with the Goulas Group. Since 1989, the Goulas Group has guided individuals, teams, and organizations to their goals. Join us at 6.45 a.m. Monday to get information on how to become more proactive with workload skills and tactics that can control today's gotta-have-it-yesterday workplace. Ted and Fred talk about improving your business Monday mornings at 6.45 on WTKI Talk. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. 1-800-4-RIGHTS. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Quality Co-op stores have been serving the needs of farmers and cattlemen since 1936. They supply the finest seed, crop protectants, and crop nutrients. They also supply the highest quality feed, feed ingredients, and animal health products available. But that's not all you get at the co-op. You can also get the advice and knowledge 75 years in the business has given them. Stop by your local quality co-op store and experience their down-to-earth values. You'll be glad you did. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. So, do you want issues or solutions? Fred Holland, weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on WTKI Talk. We are already at the final segment of the week here on the Rachel Hammer Show. 256-6848-1000 is the number. Of course, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Parlay. I hope I'm saying that right. Anyway, the Rachel Hammer Show, or email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. Alrighty, righty, right. So let's see, we've talked about uh, racism, we've talked about the bakery. Bakery shops just seem to be a good target, don't they? Maybe we should, again, just get rid of all, all, all bakeries. Just a thought. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Alright. I don't really have time to get into this today because this is such a more in-depth conversation. We might wait till uh, till Monday. But it's interesting that there there was a USA Today opinion piece. I guess we could start with it today, right? USA Today opinion piece. And it's this individual basically saying, hey, look. I am saying parlay right. Thank you. Uh, Saying that as a college student, part of my fees should not go to help fund abortions. Now, this individual writes, you know, as they're walking across the quad on their way to an exam, a fellow student calls out uh, cussing at him. That I've been greeted with, uh, accustomed to hearing it after I introduced a bill in the University of Chicago's student government to restrict our mandatory student fees from funding abortions. And again, this goes back to the, the think like we do or we will destroy you mentality, uh, which is exactly, you know, we're going to push our views on you, but don't you dare uh, even oppose what we tell you you're supposed to think. All the students at the University of Chicago are required to pay a mandatory student life fee as part of tuition. 
These funds are intended for educational, social, social, cultural, and recreational activities. I'm not even going to go there at the moment. In May 2017, the student government established a new committee as a grant program called the Emergency Fund. This committee is partly funded by the student life fee and for the 2018-19 grant application, quote, all emergencies related to reproductive health were automatically considered first priority. Now, the new mandate initially went, uh, they say, unnoticed. Then about a month ago, a group of students were alerted to the, the funding representation and asked uh, what a student government representative to draft legislation that would keep the student life fees from being used against uh, them in violation of their conscience. So this person drafts this bill, which, by the way, failed to pass. Um It, very similar to what what Biden caved over, you know, with the with the Hyde Amendment um, last week. It's per, that, of course, prohibits taxpayer money being used to, uh, to pay for abortions. That's kind of uh, what they modeled this bill uh, after. Now, it was upheld by the Supreme Court in 1980, protects the First Amendment rights of the majority of Americans who morally object to financially participating in ending another's life. Why is there a mandatory student fee that's going to fund anything? Let's see, when it's saying it's funding things for culture, do you think that they're bringing in conservative speakers? My guess would be no. No, they're going to be bringing in uh, radical individuals like uh, Linda Sarsour. They'll probably pay her to come. Uh, they're probably not going to pay to bring in a uh, Candace Owens. Let's just be honest about it. So you've got uh, this college. It, it, why can people not pay for it? themselves if you want to uh, if you choose to have an abortion uh, should you not have to pay for for said abortion why should somebody who is fundamentally against it this is just like the big uh, cake baking guy if you are fundamentally against it religiously against it morally opposed to it why should you have to fund it now uh, this person said since they introduced the bill they've received many emails from Planned Parenthood and the Chicago Abortion Fund thanking them for donations that have been made in my name. Said ironically these donations only accomplish my bill's stated goals by helping to shift the financial burden off the backs of unwilling student participants. It also highlights the obvious. People express their freedom of speech through financial contributions. In this case, their donations were intended to send a message to me that they disapproved of my bill and support an expansive understanding of abortion access. Well, this, they're absolutely right. Why can these not be? If, if you have a group, an organization that wants to help fund abortions, well, you have every right to have such an organization, right? But why it is why is it up to uh, the taxpayer or the student uh, fee to help pay for that if that is something that they do not want to contribute to? Why can it not be left up to the individual? If I support uh, Project XYZ that wants to help pay for uh, abortions, then I have every right to open my little checkbook and send them a check. If I choose not to, and, and it's like any of these organizations. God, could you imagine how much our tax bills would go down if you didn't have to support all this crap? I mean, honestly, think about it. There's a lot of grants and stuff, uh, you know, studying the uh, the sex life of white rabbits on treadmills that uh, we could do away with. Now, if I support that research, guess what? I can open my checkbook and I can write a check. If I want to save the whales, Brian, I can open my checkbook and write a check. These organizations should have to fo uh, function without taxpayer money or without student money. I am sure that there are plenty of uh, pro-choice 
individuals out there that would happily write a check to a private organization that wants to fund abortions for people who can't or won't pay for them. Great. Keep it out of my pockets. Uh, so this student is absolutely correct. There is no reason in the world that they should be they should they should be forced to have to pay for this. Uh, I'm sorry, you said we have got Dorothy from Elkmont. All right, let's go to the phones. Dorothy, how are you? All right, I'm a little late catching this, but I have to agree. You know, you know, you think about all that money that was wasted on the the women's march. Now, could they have just spent that money and had it earmarked for abortions for everybody poor that wants to have it? You know, and and, and if they want to, you know, pay for it and have that somewhere, and rather than you know taxpayers. I mean, yeah, they need to fund it. They can check a box on their tax return. I mean, if these people can chip in and you know pay for it somehow. You've got all those people out there wasting money on marches and, and you know, all this BS. <laughs> and pay for it to sell. Well, that's all my point, the- Dorothy. You know, like, if you want to help save the, the sea turtle, great. Send, check the box on your tax form. You're right. Or send send the check in yourself, you know, that you want to contribute money to save the sea turtle or provide abortions or declaw cats or, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. And if yeah. you want to support that organization, by all means, I'm not telling you you shouldn't. But taxpayers should not have to. It could be a tax write-off, too, if they want to, like, send a $50,000 check for uh, helping those abortions. They could save some money there. Well, exactly. I mean, like, look at the like the, the spade, uh, spade neutering societies, right? You know, the big campaigns that you see mm-hmm. uh, from the, the animal people. You know, oh, spade neuter your cat and dog, spade neuter your cat and dog. Um, that's fine. You know what? People who are all about spaying and neutering your cat and dog, send them donations. Send them donations and they'll help pay to get cats and dogs spayed and neutered. Should not be up to the taxpayer. Right, and it's uh, no different with any other uh, organization that's got their hand out asking for government money uh, to help them for something that, uh, that people may be fundamentally opposed to. Yeah, we, you know, we just there's too much blood on hands, you know, going on. You know, just, just too much. Well, I, I, want my money look, I think the more we can privatize everything, the better off we're all going to be. But Dorothy, thanks so much for the phone call. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Woohoo! I think I'm off to a Mexican fiesta, Brian. Oh, Olé. We're going to be having Mexican Monday. A Mexican Monday? Eh, I might have Mexican and again Barbie. Monday, too. Who knows? All right, y'all, thanks so much for listening. Have a great night. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. Ken Creel answers your lawn and garden questions Saturday mornings at 10 with lawns, gardens, and stuff. Hi, this is Ken Creel. Join me Saturday mornings. We'll talk about gardening, pest management, landscaping, and whatever else you want to talk about. Tune in and call with your questions or comments. See you there, and until then, happy gardening. Lawns, gardens, and stuff, Saturday mornings at 10 on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and